What's up, Jump Masters and Squaddies alike, and welcome to another episode of King's Canyon Radio. I am going to be your one and only host. My name is Ryan or Hello Ghostly, and I'm back again to give you episode two of this fantastic Apex Legends podcast. Today's episode is going to be a little bit of a strange one, is because there was not a lot of news this week. There is essentially one entire news story, but I am going to be taking that news story and kind of turning it into a topic and more of a talking point for the episode. There's a lot to talk about in regards to it, so let's just get straight into it. So, the developers are apparently looking at some issues in regards to a hitbox complaint. So, if you don't know what's going on right now, in regards to specific characters, each and every hitbox is different. So, we found out during some testing some people put online, I'll read the entire article now in a minute, but we found out essentially that certain characters have different hitboxes as well as specific characters... In regards to one particular character, and that is Pathfinder, that the hitbox is all over the place. It is completely banana pies. So, in regards to each and every hitbox, they're all different. So, we've got Wraith, we've got Mirage, and we've got Lifeline being some of the better hitboxes in the game because their characters are smaller, they're more slender. They're a lot more harder to hit in comparison to someone such as Gibraltar or Caustic. Those legends are a lot more easy to hit because of their bigger frame and obviously they're more details like for example, Caustic has his big propane noxus gas canister things attached to him, so he's going to have a somewhat bigger hitbox. But in Pathfinder's case, it is all over the place. He's got like a really weird shape to him. He's got like chunky bits in his legs, so it's easier to hit his legs, for example. His chest is all over the place. It just doesn't suit his actual character models. Let's go into this a little bit further. So it started off with some complaints from fans online. They were complaining about the hitbox boxes like I just said there was people upset about it complaining and whinging all over the place but some community members did do some tests and things like that we'll get into them in a little bit but let's get into the response this response comes from a respawns community manager which was on reddit which was originally found by pc gamer they said the following that the studio is definitely aware of the concerns of the player base and they said the following we were actually discussing it today i can't say anything more for now but we hear you guys and that's very good. So initially, with this whole hitbox debacle that was going on, there was a lot of uproar, a lot of panicking going on through the entire Apex Legends community and a lot of just essentially nonsensical stuff going on. However, a YouTube video appeared by Suki Spy and they went into the hitboxes and showed off. And they did show off that generally... The hitboxes for most characters are very good and in some cases you are able to shoot between the legs and essentially there are some specific things like with bloodhounds the feathers would not register a hit so that is good. However they did confirm that the pathfinder registers were all over the place that they were kind of not comparable to the actual character and they just did not fit the shape of pathfinder in regards to the hitbox there were spaces where you shouldn't be able to get shots but you are getting shots so i'm gonna go into it i'm gonna go into my opinion and break it down so in hindsight is what i name this first little part i want to take a step over to the fine lands of fortnite and that is Epic Games. They clearly and seemingly had this exact same problem during development. However, they didn't already launch the game so they could have possibly had 
bigger character models at the beginning and then scaled back. Well, before they launched, they didn't have this problem. What they did is essentially they made a character model and then they made characters around that. So, like, skins will have, like, extra bits of, like, little attachments and whatever. But they are essentially designed around this one character model. So that means each and every hitbox is fair. So no matter what skin you're wearing, no matter what character you're playing, you're going to have an even advantage. This is very good in hindsight, looking back. I think Respawn would have followed a similar suit. However, it doesn't make sense for one particular reason. And that particular reason is the fact that this is a hero-based shooter. The difference between the Fortnite Battle Royale and the Apex Legends Battle Royale is Apex Legends is more like Overwatch in regards to heroes. That means each and every hero has got to look like the character themselves. So, for example, we're going to use Corsic once again. He's got his Noxus gas canisters on the side of his legs. It doesn't make a lot of sense where he would hide this gas otherwise. So, it makes sense the characters, they have abilities, they have all these certain things that tie into that specific character. So, each and every character has to have their own design and be different. So, that's why the hitbox is a difference. I can only see this getting fixed in a few different ways. And I'm hoping they don't go down the route that I think that they're going to go down. Firstly, they're going to fundamentally change the game if they give bigger characters such as Gibraltar and Caustic more health. It's going to completely change the way the gameplay works. It is a way that they can do it where they're not adjusting the hitboxes so much, but they're adjusting the damage taken. I do think there should be some trade-off, and I think I saw in a video yesterday about someone saying that maybe these bigger characters could stack more items. A bigger ammo pool, for example. So say you can hold 75 in one stack for an ammo, well, maybe Gibraltar can hold 85. He can hold a little bit more. I think that's kind of fair. I think that makes more sense. There was another thing that they mentioned about having a bigger backpack size. I don't think that's right. I don't think that is fair. I do think the stacking thing is a good idea. I think it would make those characters is more viable and more playable in an aspect it will make them slightly less fair in comparison to the smaller characters however they do have a bigger hitbox so it is kind of making it more of an even playing field in that regard i do think that that's the best way to do it i can't see them going around and actually shrinking the character's size or shrinking the actual hitboxes themselves because it wouldn't make sense to have say, a Mirage hitbox on a Gibraltar. It just does not make sense. I definitely think the best way to do it would be the stacking. Maybe they can hold, like, an extra healing item, an extra syringe, or an extra battery, or something like that. I definitely think that is the way to go. Whether they do go that way is another story in total. But I think this is very interesting. It's a very interesting problem for Respawn Entertainment to have, and I think they're going to have a very difficult time trying to figure it out. But it's going to be very interesting to see see what they do in the future because with it being such a fast-paced shooter it's not like overwatch where there's different health pools and it makes sense to that particular game it's a different game completely and i think it would be very strange if they went down the line of adding more health pools but it does also feel very strange having tank supports and damage heroes it doesn't make a lot of sense in that aspect to have them all have the same pool so i'm just trying to think what would be the best i don't know i'm not the one that's going to be figuring this out thankfully because i would have a terrible time doing so but i do think it's going to be very interesting to see what happens in the future in regards to that 
Well, considering this is a Pathfinder episode, because we talked about his wonky hitbox, the tip of the week is going to be a Pathfinder tip two. And this one is an interesting one. So let's break down what I've typed here. Pathfinder, the fun-loving, circle-locating grapple master, has a dark secret. His grapple hook can be used as an offensive tool. You can sink the three-hooked beast into the back of his enemies that can stop them from fleeing from danger. Not only that, but it also pulls Pathfinder into range where he can produce a more sadistic finisher. This can also be used to even stun an enemy in a gunfight. Enough of that, though. It's a pretty cool thing. I thought it was very cool when I figured this out. You can actually grapple enemies and pull them closer. It stops them from running for a brief second and then pulls you in closer to them. I used this numerous times in a drop that I had. I dropped and it happened to be a massive punch out. There was no weapons. This dude was running. He was running for his dear life. His little chicken legs couldn't move him any faster. It was a mirage, and I grappled his ass so hard, that hook went so hard into his butthole, and he loved it so, so much. And I would just punch him in the back, and then he'd run away, and I did it again, and I did this about four or five times, and it was so satisfying each and every time. I loved it so, so much, and I was the best hooker there ever was. Oh, wait. That's... That's not what I meant. That's not what I went. I'm not a hooker. I'm not a hooker. On to law galore. This week is going to be an interesting one. It's going to be in regards to Mirage because he has a very sad, sad backstory. So Mirage, otherwise known as Elliot Witt, is known for his hologram technology and his sense of humor. But did you know he has quite a tragic backstory? Mirage, if you didn't know, is a child of four. He has three other brothers that fought in the Frontier War. However, none of them returned home. He seems to be the outlier and has not gone into military service himself. However, he is focusing on the Apex game to try and become famous from his performances in them. I personally think this is very sad, the fact that he had three brothers and none of them returned home. Where are they? We don't know. Did they die in battle or did they just disappear? And it's extra sad when you think about it because he treats his holographic version of him like a brother. They're like bros. They're like bros for life, dog. And then he's like, no, I don't have any brothers. And it just makes me sad. Makes me sad indeed. On to some Tears of Joy. Tears of Joy is my personal ranking list of all things Apex Legends. Each and every week we'll pick a brand new topic and we'll pick apart and break it down what I like and what I not so like in the game. This week is going to be hella divisive because this is going to be weapons and my weapon list is completely different to most people's weapon lists and to definitely the popular weapon list. In fact, I moved a weapon up further because I knew I would get some hella, hella negative comments on this podcast if I put this particular weapon lower down. But we're going to start things off with the C tier. The C tier is going to consist of the P2020, the RE45, the Devotion, and the Mozambique, which is the worst gun in the game. I don't like any of those weapons. I hate picking them up. Personally, if I'm going to pick up one of those weapons because I can't find anything else, it's going to be an RE45 because that is the one that I'm most consistent with. But I personally do not like them. The next tier is the B tier, and that is the Prowler and the Alternator. 
I don't mind the alternator, it's not a bad gun. I also don't mind the prowler if I manage to pick up the mod for it that makes it full auto. But that's why it's in the B tier, because I'm not guaranteed to have that mod every time, and I do not like the burst fire on that particular SMG, I'm just not very good with it. And then comes the biggest category of all, and that is the A tier. A tier consists of some weapons that aren't necessarily my favourite weapons, but I know people would, like, put them up there. I included a specific weapon in the A tier that would most certainly be in a B tier category, but I put it in here for lack of getting so much hate, because there would be a lot, if you knew. If you know which weapon I was on about. So let's break it down. We've got the Peacekeeper, the Flatline, the Wingman, the Hemlock, the G7 Scout, the Longbow, the Triple Take, the R99, and the Spitfire. My favourite ones in this category are the Hemlock, the Flatline, the Peacekeeper, and I would probably say the R99 and Spitfire. So you can guess between the Triple Take, the Longbow, the G7 Scout, the Wingman. Which one is the one that I like the least? You can figure that out yourself. You could probably tell by the way I said it. So yes. On to my favourite weapons in the game, and that is the S tier. We're going to start things off with my favourite one, and that's the R301 Carbine. I love this gun. If I see this assault rifle, I try to get it. If not, I also try to get it, because I love this assault rifle very muchly. Indeed, it's one of my favourites, and it's the best, and I loves it. And my friend, for some reason, kept calling it the R301. I call it the Carbine, or the Carbine is the other one I call it as a joke. But the R301 is what he calls it, and I'm like... Watch the, th the R301, and then it always clicks to me. No, that's the carbine is what he's on about. He's on about the carbine. He's just saying it wrong. Yes, Shane, you're saying it wrong, okay? Say it properly. It's the carbine. The next weapon is a new favorite of mine, and that is the Mastiff. I heard legends about this gun being good. I have not really used it at all. I picked it up once prior to this and just didn't do very well with it, but I picked it up recently and I found a massive love for this weapon. I got into a 3v3, my teammates both went down, and I wiped the entire squad with the Mastiff. It is so good in close quarters, while you have the advantage of the buildings as well, I was in a building, and they had to push up on me because of the circle. Oh, it's beautiful. I love it. I love it so much. It's the best. Next up, another gun I like is the EVA 8 Auto. That is my preferred shotgun of choice. I find it significantly better than the Peacekeeper because I find if I make a mistake, I can then easily correct that mistake, and I like that very muchly indeed. It's one of my favorite shotguns. It's my other go-to weapon. I try to run a carbine and an EVA 8 if possible. If not, I'm probably running this next gun, which is the Havoc. I love the Havoc. Everybody online is like, no, it's the worst, but I like it, and it's an S-tier weapon for me. Apart from the lack of energy ammo, which is the worst, you can never find enough for it because you need, like, four stacks because it runs out of ammo so, so quickly, but I love it very muchly indeed in the full auto mode. And then the last weapon is the Kraber. The Kraber is a sniping beast. It's not one that I've managed to personally properly use myself. I've used it a couple times, but not a lot. I do like it very muchly indeed. Not as much as the Mastiff, but it's a fine, fine weapon. And that's why it's in the S tier rank. That is pretty much 
all that is going on for today's episode. I know it's a really short one. These episodes I do try to keep between 15 minutes and half an hour, mainly because it makes my life a lot easier to edit because I also have another podcast that I'm actually going through and releasing each and every week. That's called the Hello Ghostly Games Podcast. That's another one if you want to check out more gaming-centric news and content. That's where I do a big old large podcast each and every week. I have a fun time with it and it's great and I think you should check it out but that is pretty much all we're gonna have today squaddies and jump masters it's a short short episode i know i do apologize about that we'll be back again hopefully with lots of news next week we should have some stuff dropping on the apex legends version of the battle pass there should be some stuff going on about that hopefully maybe next week they did say at the beginning of march is when that would be dropping so hopefully we'll get some news too that would be nice please respawn entertainment give me something to talk about on this podcast it's only a limited run we're only doing it for a couple of months come on respawn help a brother out please Anyway, as always, I hope you have enjoyed King's Canyon Radio. Make sure to leave a review on iTunes and let me know what you think of the show. Head on over to patreon.com slash helloghostly for some more Hello Ghostly goodness. And as always, jumpers, let's get ready to jump. Catch you in the next episode. Ghostly, jumping out. <laughs>